Well, hello again, and welcome back to the Amazing Seller Podcast. My name is Scott Volker, and I am really, 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 really excited today because I'm going to share our very first interview on this show that I just wrapped up with Troy Peterson. And uh, if you don't know who he is, uh, he is someone that just started this business, I think it was in like early December. And uh, he went into a very competitive market. And there's a lot of things that you're going to hear in this interview that he would do differently if he was to do it again. Um, But he went into a competitive market, not even really knowing. And then all of a sudden, he was on the playground, right? He was on the Amazon playground. And uh, the bullies came out. And he started to get negative feedback from his competitors just trying to bring him down. But... Troy was able to battle the bullies, and uh, he was able to get those removed, and we're going to talk about how he was able to do that, but more importantly, he's going to also just tell us his story, how he got to where he is now, and what he plans to do in the future. Now, I am going to tell you, this was just like off the cuff, like we had no script, we had no like direction other than we wanted to kind of talk about his story and what had happened and how he got started and all that stuff. And there was a little bit of a coaching session in there, I think, uh, where, um, and I'm not saying that I'm a coach by any stretch of the uh, imagination, but um, there were some things that I was able to uh, bring to light for him that he's going to be able to implement and get some uh, really, really big returns. So uh, it just, you know, it's like one of those things, like when you're doing this, if, you know, you're just kind of like helping someone, you can give your your tips, you know, back and forth. And that's kind of what I felt like. It was just me and Troy sitting down, talking over a cup of coffee, and he was explaining his business, and then I just gave him some some tips that I was doing that he can implement, and uh, he really, really was excited about that. So without me uh, continuing to talk here, I just kind of wanted to brief you on that, and uh, just to let you know that I am really, really excited freaking excited about this uh, this show. So enjoy the interview. All right, everyone. So here we are. Today, I've got a special guest, and this is exactly why I wanted to do this show. And that was because I'm able to reach people like Troy Peterson, who I have on the line today. And he's going to share his story, not just how he got started selling on FBA and Amazon, but how he was getting bullied, and I'm using the air quotes, um, you know, by some competitors, and um, how he was able to get through that through a tough time, actually. And he shared this in the Facebook group, and uh, he was uh, he was able to uh, to get it resolved pretty much. So I'm gonna uh, let him take over on this. We're gonna dive into a little bit of his backstory, but then we're also gonna hear about uh, you know how he dealt with that because some of you may deal with that in the future, and hopefully you won't, but if you do, at least you'll have some uh, some knowledge. So, Troy, I want to really say thank you for taking the time out of your day to spend with us uh, on this uh, podcast. You bet. Thanks for inviting me. Um, yeah, it's my pleasure to be here and help others get going and you know paying it forward, so this is what it's all about. Awesome. Yeah, so if you could just, I guess, take us back a little bit. Um, give us just a little bit of your background. I mean, you don't have, sure. you don't have to go back to when you were a kid selling newspapers, but you know, you know what I mean? So you, you just, yeah. Yeah. I mean, just, you know, take us back to, you know, what you were doing and then what triggered Amazon FBA, I guess. Okay, sure. You bet. I've, I've been, you know, um, self-employed since, um, since 2006. So I, I've been an entrepreneur, um, basically more of consulting, doing my own consulting business, uh, working with wall street traders. Okay. So I, I have a proprietary method where I train and teach uh, traders on Wall Street how to trade the, the, U- the U.S. stock market. Nice. So I'm all about you know utilizing time, 
and I had sold stuff on Amazon in in the past. Um, you know, just just like some books that I had, and nothing like nothing like reselling. Just like kind of just clear the garage out. You know, it wasn't, mm-hmm. wasn't get rich or nothing. And then I had I had a friend of mine who I was working with. Um, he was one of my clients, and um, and business is still is still good in that area. But he was just telling me about another guy that he knew that you know was doing very well on that, and he just told me some numbers. I said, "Well, that's very interesting. It doesn't seem like a lot of work." You know, we kind of talked about it, and um, and so that's how I kind of just planted the seed in me, and and then I just kind of did some research, and and also one of the, one of the main clues for me for getting started was I, you know I'm a Wall Street guy, so when I when Alibaba IPO'd, I was very aware of of the stock. It became very interesting because it was the largest IPO in the U.S. history, you know, uh, price-wise. And so, I, you know, I've traded it, and I didn't really understand um, what it was. I kind of thought it was like an Amazon, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. I didn't know it was like business to business. And, um, well, my friend was telling me about, you just, you know, order, you know, stuff on Alibaba. And I was like, oh, i got to look into this. So, I, you know, my wife and I dove in and did some research, and, and it seemed very, very user-friendly and, um I watched a few YouTube videos on how, you know, how to do it, how to, you know, what to look out for on Alibaba and, you know, gold, you know, and verified and, you know, all the, all the things you look for, for a good supplier and not get snaked, you know, and use escrow and, you know, all the, all the simple things you do. But yeah, it was, that's how I got started there. Just, just kind of like, you know. Nice. Nice. So you really just kind of did a little bit of uh, your own research in the beginning just to kind of see what this whole thing was all about. I mean, someone had to mention it to you. I mean, for example, mm-hmm. I was in the car ride with uh, one of my son's uh, friend's moms the other day, and we just got talking, and she's asked me what I do, and, and then I brought up this, and you know, all of a sudden, she's like, you know, asking me a thousand questions. You know what I mean? It's like one of those things. <laughs> People just don't realize what it is and, and what it can do. Uh, so that's awesome. Uh, and I think what's interesting too is that, you know, you're a Wall Street guy, so you've seen the stock for yeah. Alibaba, which, you know, some people don't even know what that is, even though they're getting started because they might be doing like, you know, um, you know, it's, you know, like, like you were saying, buying stuff, you know, at closeouts and selling them. They're not really going through and trying to create their own brand. Uh, but that's pretty interesting to see that that was a, a very, very uh, high-paying and high-yielding stock, and that's what kind of caught your interest there, too, so you looked into it. That's that's pretty cool. Um, okay, so we're at this point now, but the one question I'm sure people are going to say, too, is, okay, that's great and everything, Troy, but from this point, what got like, what kind of research did you do? I mean, in a nutshell, like how did you kind of decide what you wanted to do? Because there's so much to do. And by sure. the way, I just recorded a show. Uh, it's episode number four, if, depending on when this one's going to be aired. Um, but I talked about a very simple way for product research and how I kind of do it. But just give us an idea of what you're doing or what you did to get to the point where you can actually able to order samples and start pulling the trigger. Okay, you bet. Um, basically kind of the starting place that I, I began at was I was just, I was, I just wanted to, you know, I thought, what would I buy? And, and well, my wife and I, we, we kind of moved to Northern California. We used to live in Southern California. We had, we had access to all the shopping, you know, all the stores. When we moved up here, we lost a lot of variety and a lot of, you know, availability to, um, some good shopping. So my wife and I became real avid Amazon users and became prime members because we couldn't get some of the stuff we could get in Southern California that we can we can't get in Northern California unless you drive two hours or something, right? Right. So that with that and Alibaba and all that stuff just became to me, and then, and then I started to think after having this conversation with my friend, thinking, what would I buy or what do I buy? I wanted to find something that was consumable, right? Something that everybody uses, you know, something that's not 
that nobody, I want to think it to me myself, I want to see what is a utility, you know, mm-hmm. what's something that has no emotional value to you. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. They, they need the product, but it's not like, um, it's, it's, I want to think of something that was smaller and okay. yes, um, yes. Yeah, it is like, you know, you, you buy something and I'm, I can, I'm, I won't, I don't, I'm not going to give the, the product up. Sure. I don't want you to yeah. I, I, I don't want you to do that. <laughs> yeah. So, so what I, what I did was I, I had bought in some myself. Right. And, and I, I didn't blink twice about buying them. And when they came in the mail from Amazon, I was like, I didn't care about the packaging. I just, mm-hmm. I opened it up. It was in a bag and I didn't care if it was in a fancy box because it, I, it was just something I just needed. Right. You know? Right. And, and then it was like a no brainer to me to think when I was discussing with my friend, I was like, I wonder what, I wonder what, I wonder what these would go for, you know, I wonder, yeah. and I, I started, you know, just going on to Alibaba and pretty much I had sam- I sampled um, a variety of products. I didn't, I didn't finalize it until I actually did the test run. So I, I ran several different brand, uh, several different types of, of product that I ordered from Alibaba, mm-hmm. very small quantities I ordered. And, um, I found some, uh, good suppliers. Um, think, I mean, I, I've heard some horror stories of people not having success, but I actually struck gold. I mean, my my, my initial um, starting point with my research just took off. I, I mean, it wasn't like I mean, I did do some various other researches, kind of in the broader category, and it, it mm-hmm. didn't. I was just trying to think more smaller item, le- less expensive. Everybody needed it, and I wasn't. I was trying to stay from the novelty items, basically. Gotcha. Now let me let me just jump in there real quick, uh, and I'll be the audience for a second. Now. Um, you know, at, at what point were you thinking also to yourself, like, was there any price ranging in, in your mind? Like, did you, did you say, I, I want it something that's going to at least have a margin of, of, yes. you know, 50% and I want to be able to sell a product for at least 20 bucks or, or higher or 15 bucks. Or I mean, what was your metrics there? Well, I, you know, met, I was, I, I think you're, I'm thinking I'm going to answer this right, but I was, you know, I wanted to get at least a 300% return. Okay. You know, you know what I'm saying? If I'm going to yep. buy it for five, you know, I want to. I want to sell it, you know, sell it for 20 or 15, yep. you know? Yep. And so I, w- I was thinking that, you know, if, if you, you know, you know, not all, you know, you probably want like 90, 98% quality, you know, you're going to have some that fall out, right? Sure. You don't, you don't want people to like be, emo- I didn't want people to be emotionally attached to it if it, if it wore out or something, even gotcha. though you offer return to it. I mean, cause like, a, you know, I bought one and my son, you know, he left it in a hotel and, and we, just went, we came home and I said, well, it's in the hotel. We just got on Amazon and ordered another one. Right, and it right. Wasn't, it was just, it was just like a no, just like a, it, the purchase wasn't an emotional purchase. You know what I'm saying? Gotcha. It was, I wasn't a tied to it. So. Yep. 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 No, that makes, that makes total sense. That that's really, really good, good information. Um, okay. So you, you finally find your suppliers. And again, I'm going to do a whole nother show on, on that for people, because like you said, you kind of struck gold. I, I kind of struck gold in myself, I feel too. Uh, and I don't know if necessarily we struck gold. I just think that we did our due, we did our due diligence and we yeah. just, we, we just, you know, so I hear so many people and, you know, people that listen are going to be listening to this are probably going to be guilty of this, but I hear so many people are like, they want to charge me like 50 bucks for a sample. You know, and people are complaining about that. And my thing is, is if you want to get it fast and you want to get up and running, what's the difference? I mean, I, I'm in New York. You're in California. If I ship something to you, it's going to cost me probably 15 bucks. Yeah. And I'm in the U.S. So we're talking China to here in three days. Yeah. You know, I, I don't mind spending 50 bucks. I'll spend five. I'll get five suppliers. I'll get 250 bucks. I'll put the investment in and I'll pick which one I want and that I want to start dealing with. 
And I hear so many people struggling with that. So if you're listening to this and you know that's you, uh, if you really want to make a go at this and not drag your feet, just spend it, spend the money up front, get the samples yeah. there, and you know touch them, feel them, you know use them. And uh, and then also see how they respond to the with, with the supplier back and forth, you know. But I think doing just doing that can eliminate any type of of issues or most of them, you know, yeah. where people are thinking. And like you said too. And again, I'm going to do a whole other show. But like you know, seeing who's a gold supplier, you know, seeing how they respond to your emails when you when you are going back yeah, and forth, you know. Was a, that was a, that was a huge thing for me. I mean, because I, I put out the quote, you know, and, and you just get bombarded, you know, on Alibaba. But whoever put their best foot forward, you know, people would just say, yes, we have or something. I'm not going with yes, we have. Exactly. I asked asked you questions, you know, and I asked you to send me pictures and I asked you to, you know, because I'm looking for some specifics. So go in being very specific in what you want, because if they don't respond to your questions then you don't want to do business with them because they're not going to be a good supplier. Exactly. Exactly. That's those are great points. I'm I'm the same. And it's funny because when I first. I, I blasted out my emails. I had like a little email template that this way I didn't have to keep writing it. Yeah. And, I, and I would go ahead and just hit contact supplier and I would hit like 20 of them and I'd get maybe three, four that would answer back. And then I, that's kind of how I would kind of whittle it down to, to who I even wanted to start to deal with. Cause if they responded right off the bat and then we would kind of work it forward. But anyway, we're kind of going off topic, but yeah, yeah, it's important for people cause so, so many people get struggling or, you know, they struggle with that aspect of it. I think that was the hardest part in, in, in the, in the whole adventure was, was, was finding a supplier, having the confidence to move forward. Yep. And then once you get the product then pretty much everything was kind of just foolproof. Yep. Yep. Okay, cool. So, okay. So now you got your product, you, you, you get it here. Um, just give us a quick little launch process. How do you get it on the market? What did you do for reviews real quick? And then how did you get the ball rolling? Yeah. Yeah. So I launched, I, I did the sample run and it was, it was successful, sold out like in two, three days. Um, and so then I reordered and it, it took, took a, you know, a, you know, the time frame difference about a week, week and a half, maybe it was two weeks to get the product because they had mm-hmm. you know, ordered a larger quantity. And then, then, then I got the product, uh, you know, figuring out the whole uh, labels and Amazon, and yep. you know, that was a, that was that was a good two day work. But you know, once you can just bust through it and get it, and there's no one really to help you, you just got to do it. Yep. Anyways, figured that out with UPC things, ordering my own UPCs and shipped them off to Amazon because I didn't basically I did to me this was a dream a dream addition to what I do because I I was like. If this is all I have to do is order something from China, label it, and then ship it. Because my thing is, I didn't want to ship it out of my house. No, I mean, I don't no. Want to ship yeah. it to the customers. It's just like a huge headache. I mean, if I save a buck a product, forget it. I'll pay the buck to ship <laughs> Me it. Me too. Amazon. Yeah, exactly. And exactly. so I get the product listed. Um, I did do some research on, um, you know, keywords and trying to, like, figure out how to, you know, get my product to show up. Because I was kind of coming into a, a crowded category. And I mm-hmm. knew I was. Mm-hmm. And so I was going to have to do some, some legwork to get it to get some exposure. So, um, I guess I cracked the code, I guess, because I, I got exposure pretty quickly and my sales just started taking off. Like, and, and that was last, uh, Wednesday, actually, they started just, you know, doing very well. I kept checking my, you know, app on my phone. I was like, wow, this is like, I had no idea this was going to just go like this. And then, uh, on last Friday, a week ago, I went to pick my son up from school with my wife and I. We were going into a restaurant, and I just checked. I said, man, things are going really good. And I went into, like, the Amazon app to buy, right? And I wanted to just check because I hadn't had any reviews yet, right? Mm -hmm. Because the product was fairly new, and no one had got the product yet. And then I opened up the thing, and there was a review that was one star. I was like, what? How Mm. could – no one's even gotten the product yet, you know what I mean? Yeah. And – 
Well, so anyways, I, it ruined my, my meal because I, and I immediately got on the phone with Amazon at the restaurant and, and well, the person left their name, you know, they, 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 they didn't hide their name. Who really? Hmm. Yeah. I, they weren't very slick. So I, I put two and two together and, um, and kind of went on, went on, um, and then within an hour, um, well, actually, this was the thing that made me figure it out was within an hour, there was another negative one, one star, and it was by a, a, a lady, right? The first one was a male and a lady. So I, I just kind of went went to uh, Facebook, right? Type, this person had a very unique name. Mm-hmm. So it made it, I imagine it would be the case for everything because this person had a very unique name. So it was easy to find them, and their name was there as the person in, in the cohort, which the person that did the other review was the person's fiance oh, on the Facebook account. Huh. So, I mean, so what I did was I, I snagged, I snagged the picture of the Facebook mm-hmm. page with my snag it off on my computer yep. and cut, cut and paste, uh, each review, um, together on a, on a, on a, on a picture. And somebody had mentioned in the, in the, um, in the FBA group on fan, on Amazon, on Facebook to email the CEO of Amazon. So I, I attached it to an email. I put my link of my product in there and then typed in my my product number just in case I didn't want to touch the link, you know, because some people think it's a virus or something. Yeah, yeah. And and I and I my title of the of the subject I said, I need your help. And then I went in to explain what was going on. I honestly did not even believe I was gonna get a response. because mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. I was just like, yeah, right, right. He's gonna respond to me. Exactly, yeah. Right. He's a billionaire. I mean what you know, and then then it was um it was a few days. Uh, well, people were helping me on the, in the group saying, you know, vote down. You, you, can, you mm-hmm. know, I guess. Well, for, first of all, I, I called Amazon at the restaurant and they said they, they opened a case for me. And then that night before I went to bed, I got an email from them saying um, the reviews that were posted do not go against our guidelines and we're unable to, you know. Oh, man. And I was like, how could this be? You know, so then, so I, I. I was furious, and uh, nonetheless, my sales dropped off after I got those reviews. Uh, I could dramatically, and, um, wh- and when you get that response back from them, it says, "Did this help? Yes or no?" Yeah. <laughs> so I clicked no. Right, right, right. right. And, and then, and then I provided, you know, I filled out again some information. Um, this individual was not um, done yet with his two reviews. Um, he actually. Um, he actually, through his Facebook account, you could see the name of his company, and he's actually one of the competitors that uh-huh. in the category I'm in. So, so the, the cat was out of the bag. And I'm like, right. wow, people are really dirty. I mean, I mean, this is a capitalistic country. Why shouldn't we just have a fair? I mean, I haven't. I'm not cutting in. I'm not taking anything. I never stole nothing from the guy. Right. I don't know, I, right. It felt like just a like you said in the beginning, um, being bullied in the schoolyard. I yeah. honestly felt that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, I can see how you could. That's a yeah, it puts a pit in my stomach just thinking about that and how it could ruin your meal because things are just popping along and and that happens. Now, let me ask you this real quick. Let me go back a little bit because a couple things that you t- that you touched on, you kind of you know went over, but I'm sure other people are going to have questions. I have questions, but you basically just got your product, slapped it up on Amazon, and it started selling. Or did you start running pay per click? Like, how did you start getting oh, those yeah. initial sales? Yeah. Yeah, that's a very good question. Yeah, I, the, my exposure to cut into this crowded market was I knew I had to pay for ad time. So um, I started doing some in a, a, a campaign. Through and, Amazon? Was it Amazon pay-per-click? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I did the Amazon okay, campaign. Okay, cool. And uh, that's what, it, you know, it wasn't, um, I don't know how all the mechanics of that work, but um, 
it was probably the, the campaign when my product first got listed, you know, after the sample room got listed, I would show up like on the third or fourth page of the, of, with the ad. Okay. And then, and then once the bad feedback fell off when Amazon took care of it for me, um, it wasn't in a period of like three days that I was on the front page. Okay. I, I don't know why. I mean, because my ads are, my, and then, and then I remained on the front page of this category and. For, for paid, for paid traffic? For paid traffic, yeah. Okay, and let, let me ask you something here. Uh, when you were bidding, were you bidding aggressively? Were you bidding like really high just in hopes to get um, up there? Or were you just putting in like a, you know, a, a pretty conservative bid? Uh, what would you say bidding high? Just curious. $5 a click? Oh, no. No, $185. Okay. Uh, it was my max. Okay. But and, but were but were you setting your budget, max budget at, at 5 bucks or something like that? For the day? No, no, not for the day. That would be your budget for your pay-per-click. Yeah, pay-per-click was set at one eighty-five. Okay, so you you basically just went in. And you said I'm willing to pay up to a dollar eighty-five per click. Yeah. Okay. Because here's and I'll just go off a little sidetrack here. And you said that you, you you know you don't know your way in in and out of that that much. You're learning it. I've been really diving deep into that, and and someone sure, in my yeah. mastermind group is totally into that. And we are discovering some amazing stuff that. I think would make your competitors scratch their head. Um, but, um, you know, most people are going after just the generic keywords. You know what I mean? They're going after like the, the, the ones that are in the head headings of the everyone's, you know, listing and stuff. Yes. But there's ways that you can get like a campaign of 800 keywords that are just all of these miscellaneous ones that you would never even think of. And, um, and then from there, run a campaign using um, those keywords in a separate campaign and just putting an ad spend of, let's say, you know, five bucks a day, but maybe you'll only spend 75 cents a click. But these are so random that uh, you'll get clicks through there and you'll start getting sales on these like really obscure uh, keywords. That's interesting. So it, I like that idea. And I'll, I'll give you one quick example because we'll, we'll go off a little target on target because I'm I could go forever on this and we'll oh, do no, a whole other show on this. But this is totally helpful if you've not really done this. But um, what you want to do is I don't know if you're using that uh, software uh, AMZ Shark. Have you have you seen that software yet? Is it outside of Amazon? Yeah, it's outside of Amazon. It's a third party tool. Um, and I'm not, and I'm not promoting it as an affiliate to anyone listening or anything like that. I'm, I have no interest in doing that. Um, but I am going to be interviewing the, uh, uh, software, uh, creator and, uh, one of his, uh, partners because, um, they're, they're phenomenal at what they do, but they created this software that really attracts ranking, uh, for keywords. It also does a lot of spy work and it sounds kind of creepy, but it's really not <laughs> what you're doing. Basically is you're taking someone's listing, like their ASIN number, and you're just putting it in. And then what they do is they just kind of in the back end, they start to like accumulate all of these miscellaneous keywords that are being found for, uh, related. Uh, topics. Okay. So they can be just so random. Right. So I did this for four of my competitors. I put them in and, and again, you're not going against your competitor. You're just getting into intelligence from them. You're not going to go out and then use this against them. That's not what it's about. It's not like us going to do what happened to you. You know, I would never advise that. Um, but what it's doing is it's just trying to give you intelligence of like what people are typing in to find related stuff to your product by using this listing as like a guide. And um, it'll spit out between 500 and 800 keywords, and they're just miscellaneous stuff. So what I did is I did that for four competitors. I uh, took those, and it, like I said, about let, let's just say it was about 500 per, and I created separate campaigns. I put an ad spend of about five bucks a day. I put a bid up of about 75 cents, and it's been about a month since I've run, been running that, and my uh, 
you know, uh, ACOS, which is your, um, you know, cost of acquiring a customer, basically, uh, it's been right around 20%. So, yeah. So, yeah. So on just these four, I'll give you any, how many, how many, how many, uh, keywords are you doing on? uh, Well, each campaign is, is like, let's say my competitor. So let's say competitor one, two, three, and four each has their own campaign because each one of those, it, it grabbed separate keywords per campaign. Okay. So then what I'll do is I'll just, it has a CSV file that you can export out of this AMZ shark. And then I just take that copy and paste it into, uh, you know, my campaign for, uh, for, uh, pay-per-click. And then, like I said, then I'll just use like a $5 a budget, uh, per day. And then just to test it, you know, just to kind of see what's going to happen. 75 cent bid maybe. And then, and then just let it go. And I'll just give you an example on two of them that I've been running for about, I'd say about three weeks now. I've spent on one of them. I've spent around fifty bucks and brought in about seven hundred bucks. Nice. And another one, I think I spent a hundred bucks. And I brought in about nine hundred bucks. Oh, that's amazing. So that's just one little thing that you can do inside of when you go deeper in the keyword uh, search area here. You know, when when, when you're so broad, you're trying to go in for somebody finding looking. For yeah, something. instead of just typing in the obvious. Right, because because some people you get, will. You're getting good sales on the obvious. If you get getting more, you're gonna just you're gonna be like a rocket, man. Exactly, exactly. So that that's like that's what I'm I'm really into that right now. I'm really enjoying that because it's it's really not a lot of work. It's just a matter of just throwing in campaigns, letting Amazon tell you which ones are working and which ones aren't, and then you just trim off the ones that aren't. Um, and then just keep going. So yeah, we could do a whole nother talk on that, but that's something to think about for you. No, um, that's pretty good. And even if you didn't want to use that software, here's another thing that you could do real How much quick. Is it, the software? I think it's like 25 bucks a month. Oh, that's not bad. No. And it's well, I've already paid for me for like three years. <laughs> you know, I mean, it's just from what it's done. Uh, but another way you could do it if you didn't even want to use that software, and I've done this one too and it works, is just take your main your main keyword um, that, that you want to target, go over to Google AdWords tool, the keyword tool, punch that in, get all of the suggested keywords. There might be yeah, 800 yeah. of them. Copy them, throw them into a campaign, do the same thing. $5 ad spend, 75 cent bid. Well, I was just thinking about that because they're kind of giving you already what, what you should probably exactly. adjusting. So Yep, exactly. So just a just a couple of tips there that while we're talking. But yeah, that's uh, that's something that you should definitely do. But I mean, I think it's, I think it's awesome that A, you just got your product, you launched it, you started making sales with no reviews, by the way. Yeah, no reviews. Which, you know, my usually my rule is before I even start pay-per-click is I want five reviews. But you've just proven me wrong. <laughs> so so congrats to that, you know. Uh, that That's awesome. Uh, but here's the thing, though. My only thing that I'm thinking of is if you did have, let's say, 50 reviews already, and let's yeah. say that you got those two negative reviews, it wouldn't have impacted your sales as much as it did because you didn't have any reviews. Oh, you're right. You you're see, right. so I would think that in people moving forward, do your best to just get 25 to 50 reviews as quick as you possibly can, however you can. And I'm not saying go out to groups and ask for them. I'm saying do generic or you know regular sales. Maybe do the promotions. You know, you know, give like a you know half off or something to get yeah. those sales coming in, and then start following up with those people to get real verified reviews. But do it as you know. That's really what you should be focused on. Everyone should be focusing on because those are what's going to actually help your conversion rates go up. You're right. You're you right. Know? Another another thing that happened. I ran I ran uh, different variances of the product I did, and mm-hmm. some the one that I settled on is the one I'm doing now. So. <clears throat> Excuse me, but um, 
I had something interesting kind of happen along the same line of feedback. So I'm not, I'm not selling this one, but I did sell a small lot of it under the sample. Mm-hmm. And um, I just got a feedback today. The products no longer listed, and they left the feedback. And I thought it was very, very interesting. I actually had four feedbacks with five stars and one with a one star. And the person wrote in there, um, terrible product, um, something buy with buy buy enlisted another he said terrible product returned and they and they spelled and they said um buy let me get it exactly kind, uh, kind, they're probably like trying to promote their own product or something no, no exactly I, I think what they did was they <laughs> bought my product it says do not buy explanation point this blank is garbage i sent oh, them back immediately buy a something something oh something, man something. it's, it's kind of like a youtube uh, hacker right you that know, goes on a youtube the product and i'm like oh uh, man so, so somebody uh, comp- uh, why would they suggest another product i think a competitor must have had that person buy it and then leave that review and then while they were in there getting the exposure they figured they would point them to theirs isn't that terrible it's stupid yeah it's that's just pathetic if you had something like that happen to you uh, that has not happened to me, but here, did did you contact Amazon about that feedback? Well, it, it's it, the product's no longer listed. So okay, I wasn't okay. Worried, but, but I mean, what, if I did tell them about it, what, what okay. Well, here, it, and and I didn't, you know, I didn't know how much you knew about this, but here's here's what I do um, for all of my feedback and reviews. This is kind of the system that I've been using. It's been working really, really good. I don't. Do you use any um, any um, external email, uh, you know, like an autoresponder type that will follow up with your customer automatically? No, I don't. I, okay, I don't. you got to do that. So you got to do that. It's worth the investment. Yeah, it's it's. Uh, I use Feedback Genius. It's um, it's, I think that's like twenty bucks for the first thousand emails that you send out per month or something. Okay. Feedback Genius. Yep, Feedback Genius. And then basically what you do is it will it uses API. So then it goes in and it basically allows you to email through the Amazon platform because you can't email your customers. With a with their email, you have to go through the Amazon uh, email service. Okay, gotcha. so that's fine. Um, so rather than us have to email all of our customers by hand, what you can do is go and use the API within this third party software, and then you write all your emails. You know, basically in this in the time frame that you want them to go out, and then they will trigger them. So if someone buys a product, I'll just give you an example. If someone buys my product. Um, they're going to get an email the day it's shipped by me. That's going to say, you know, the head the headline might be like, you know, your uh, whatever you know item shipped. Um, oh. You know, it's on the way. And then I can say, hey, um, Tom, you know, I just, uh, you know, uh, I just wanted to let you know that Amazon's packed your your order and you should be receiving it in the next few days. Uh, let me know when, when it arrives. If there's anything wrong, please let me know. And uh, you know, let me know if you have any questions. Talk to you later, Scott. That's it. And then. I'll trigger another one to go out two days after they've received the product. Then it'll say, you know, again, something like, are you enjoying X, Y, Z? And then, you know, question mark. And then it'll just say, hey, just I noticed that you got your uh, your your order. I just wanted to make sure that uh, everything came, you know, as described. I wanted to make sure that everything is up to your standards. You know, we, uh, we you, know, you know, pride ourselves in customer service. If there's anything wrong, please let us know. It Also, if, if you were happy with the experience, let us know that too. You can click the feedback link down below and let me know. Um, you know, you know, if there's any, any problems, let me know that too. Talk to you later, Scott. So now what happens is that will start that conversation. Okay. So if they leave feedback, great, or they may have a problem and then they'll email me through that and I'll get the email. Right. 
But then the third one that goes out is the very last one. That's seven days after they ha- they've had the uh, the product in their possession. And then okay. it, the, and this headline is very important, so people listening pay attention, and and you can you, you can use this. Basically, it's as simple as this: Thank you! Explanation point. That's the headline of the email. Down inside, it says, hey, this will be the last email that I'm going to send you. I just wanted to reach out one more time. I know you've had the product for about a week. I wanted to make sure that it's, you know, it's working as, as you know, described. I want to make sure that you're happy if you have any issues. If you've already left me feedback, I want to personally say thank you. If you haven't, if you can just do me a quick favor and let me know how your experience was, that would be great. Um, hope you enjoyed the product. I'll talk to you later. If you have any questions, let me know. Scott, Perfect. that's it. So that these e- templates with inside them or these separate No, th- those are ones that I kind of wrote and then I just did them off the top of my head right now, but I've got them, um, which I, I, I may share, uh, on the page or whatever. I don't know. Uh, but you know, it's, it's, they're, they got, they have to seem as though they are you writing to one person. That's it. I mean, that's email copy one on one. Um, so what's happened though, here's the real important thing that I want people to understand is I didn't ask them to go leave a review for a reason. Okay, most people are going right for the review. And I yeah. didn't do that because I want to intercept that with a feedback. Okay, because here's the important thing most people will leave feedback thinking that they're leaving a review. But the feedback, your feedback, your seller feedback, is only for their experience of how did you. Uh, ship their items, how did you respond to email, how did you do as a seller, not about the product. Most people are going to say, just like that person did, I bought the product and it sucked, right? Yeah. You just, you go to the very bottom of that or you copy their, their uh, not their name or anything, you copy the, uh, the order ID, you go to the bottom of that page, you click on contact seller, you go up, you, you click on the, the one tab that says, um, you know, it gives you all this, the options, it says uh, uh, feedback uh, questions or feedback issues, click on that. You go in there, you type in a little email and give them the product or the order number, and you just say, um, just wanted to let you know that I just received a feedback from one of our customers, and they were talking about the product and not about feedback in general. I would really like it if you would remove this. This has nothing to do with the product. It had to do with me, and da-da-da-da-da, whatever, right? So you click on the... The, the, uh, the contact the- seller down on the bottom. It's the contact seller button. It's, a, it's like a little hyperlink. It's not even a button. You just scroll all the way to the bottom when you're in your feedback. Okay. So if you're looking at your feedback, then you just scroll to the bottom and it's on the bottom. At least that's where it is right now. Are you if, in the uh, performance uh, customer satisfaction area with feedback? Uh, yes. You're going to be, let me just look real quick while we're here. Um, if you go into, let's see here. Yeah, it should just, just go to your, I, I when I log in for the day, um, in the morning, I usually just go to your account and then go under your seller account. And then on the left-hand side of that, you'll see where it says customer feedback. And I just click on that, and then that brings me into my feedback rating and all that stuff, and it'll show me the most recent um, feedbacks. And then you just scroll to the bottom, it says contact seller support. Oh, and, see, okay, gotcha. Yep. So, and so, so if, they don't, if they don't talk about the service or the shipping. If they don't, yeah, if they mention anything about the product, you can instantly have that erased. That's and they have a filter built in pretty much, and this is this is me assuming they do because they would never be able to do it this quick. The minute that you put in there 
the order um, ID of the person that left it, because that's what they're going to ask for. And then you type in just a little a little response about that that you received a product review and not seller feedback. It triggers a filter, and immediately you'll almost get an email that says, um, "We've reviewed your your uh, request, and you uh, it did go against our seller feedback uh, guidelines. We have removed it." Excellent. That's excellent. So that's now here is the that's cool. worth so much money. What you just said there. Now, now what happens there? What's what's really cool, and I want people to understand is what's what's cool about that is they would have they would have left a review if you would have pointed them on a review, and you cannot remove that. So see, I just use that as a filter, okay, to get a positive review. So now, if now every day I'll get two or three feedbacks that are all five star. So now my next step is I click on the the uh, the person, the raider, as it is, or the person, right? It says raider. Um, yeah. So you go there, you click on that person, and now you write them an email. You personally type with your fingers an email. And I have a template that I wrote for that for myself that so I don't have to keep writing it over and over. I just change the first name. And I just say, hey, uh, you know, Emily, um, I just wanted to, or I just noticed that you left us positive feedback on your recent purchase with our company. And I really, really appreciate it. And I say that too. I really, really appreciate it because that's how I would talk to a friend. And then I, and then I said, um, you know, uh, it means so much to a small business like us, um, you know, that you would uh, take the time out to leave us your feedback. Um, could you do me one more quick favor? Feedback is different than reviews on Amazon and Amazon loves reviews for, for our company. If you could just do me a, a, a quick favor and just leave a review, that would be awesome. And I use that word too. That would be awesome because that's how I talk. And then I and then I basically say, you know, I give them the link to it so I, they don't have to do, they don't have to go search. I give them the link to the review of the product. And then I say, um, you know, that, you know, that would be awesome. And then I just say, um, if you have any questions, you know, whether now or 12 months from now, let me know. I'm always here to answer them for you. Thanks a lot, Scott. And then, so what, what usually is the response on is that you get, you get more than you probably get if you didn't say anything. I get probably, I would, I'm going to guess I get probably 70% of them. Really? That's really high. It, it, it's high, but it's it's of those people. Now, how much how much feedback do I get per order? Well, then you would say I get probably like everyone else. I get probably ten percent. But here's the difference: I'm building. See, people don't realize this either, and this is another uh, thing that we can talk about real quickly. But seller feedback for your account is worth so much, not because people see it, but because Amazon is now giving your business, your brand, more authority. So now when it's, it's you, well, it's so much for, yeah, for ranking because you got to think about your Amazon seller account, like your domain name. Okay. So years ago, when you're trying to rank a domain, you want backlinks, you want, uh, you know, you want people pointing links to your, to your website. So this way here, Amazon sees it as an authority. Well, Amazon does the same thing with seller feedback. This is my assumption. Okay. But there's been so many times that I've seen people ranking for keywords with like three reviews and you got other people that are that have 25 reviews and they're not ranking higher because the other person's been in business longer, they have more products and they have a better seller account. Nice. So, so with the feedback, so with all of this that I just said, once you set that all up, it's pretty much automated. The only work you're going to do is you're going to reach out to that person that left you a five or a four star, and you're going to give them that email that you're going to pre-write. So all you got to do is copy and paste it. It literally in the morning takes me like a minute, 
right? I just look, I go, oh, there's two new ones. I'll click on their names. I'll, and, and here I'll give, give you the other thing is too. There's only, you can't create your own headline for that or subject line um, for that email that you go out with the thank you. Okay. Or, you know, when, when you're telling them that you, you want to thank them for that, there's only, um, there's like five or six of them. Um, but the one that works best is for additional, um, information. So let me ask you this, what, 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 and when you click the contact them in regards to the negative feedback, yeah. what category do you pick on selling on Amazon issue? There's like, there's like five. Uh, okay. Yeah. That's, that's the one I was just telling you. It's for, you're going to, you're going to select, uh, where it says select subject. And it says order information, feedback requests, returns, refunds, additional information. You're going to select additional information. Okay, perfect. And then in the message, and then in the message, you're just gonna you're gonna handwrite that, personalize them, tell them you're a small business, tell them that you appreciate that you that you just the important thing is too to say I just noticed that you it's like you read them right. I just noticed that you left us positive or left me positive feedback on on the product that you just purchased from our company. I just really wanted to reach out and say thank you. You know? nice, nice. And it's, it works like a charm. So, uh, and like I said, you're building up your seller feedback at the same time that you're getting reviews and it's going to filter out any negative reviews because that's going to help you not get those, those negative ones that would have hurt your conversions on your page or your listing page. That makes sense. Makes hundred sense there. That's perfect. I, I thank you for the information. Yeah, no problem. So I'm glad this is recording, or else I'm hoping this is recording because <laughs> that that was some gold, right? But I mean, yeah, you know that that that's what I'm saying. Like, there's those, there's those, and it's funny because my wife will say that to me sometimes. She's like, you know, what do you think? You know, like there's, there's so many people out there. I mean, the market's getting saturated, but there's only like a a small percentage that gets it. There's only a small percentage that that is going to do the work. Yeah. So that's why I don't really mind giving out my stuff yeah, you're because you're not, they're not competing against you. Nah. You're just making a better process for them. Yeah. Because the way, I mean, the, not everybody is an entrepreneur. They're, they're not risk takers. Exactly. Exactly. So you would think that you, you I mean, me and you, we, we think, I think the same lines. And it's like, we, I always tell my wife and say, I, I don't understand why everybody's not doing this. And she goes, don't you understand, Troy? Not everybody's like you, you know? Yeah, Most well, people just have a paying job. Like, you get the paycheck yep. every week, you know? It, it's so it's so funny, too, because that you say that. My wife said the same thing to me, too, because I, I said that to her. I'm like, you know, it just seems so simple, but yet, you know, so many people don't do it. And then I think about it, and I'm like, well, yeah, you're right, because there's things that I take for granted, and I'm sure you do, that we just come second nature, and we just we know the process, or we know what we got to do, and we're action takers, uh, but just some people don't have that mindset, and it does take a mindset, you know? And yeah, it does take a mindset. It's, it's, it's interesting, because I, I, was, I was talking to um, a guy at my church about, um, about you know, what I was doing, and uh, he, was, he was like, he was intrigued with it, and um, it's, it's just funny because he, he wanted to, to learn more about it. And so and when you do find someone that's interested in it, they, they tend to stand out. You know what I'm saying? Other oh, yeah. Like, yeah. Well, I was at my son's basketball game talking to another guy, not telling the product, but what I was doing. And he's just, he's just like trying to look the other way. He didn't care. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Exactly. Because some people want to go and punch the clock and be done and then, you know, come home and then go to work the next day and, and do it all over again. I mean, that's some people are, are, are just they're made up that way. And, you know, there, there, are, there are buyers, right? Yeah, exactly. They're they're the buyers. But all right, so to, to wrap things up, because I think we yeah. did cover a lot. But so really, how did you get those reviews um, either taken down or voted up? Or like, what did you do now to try to override what had happened? Well, I, 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 I given 
the, some of the products like family and friends. Yep. And, and, the, and they went in and wrote reviews for me. Cool. Um, so I was able to get like four reviews that way. And um, so that, that helped, that helped combat the negativity. And the last, the last final blow that this individual did was they took a pro a picture of the product that, because they were a competitor mm-hmm. and basically showed one that was defective and posted on my, um, Oh gosh. As a review. Yeah. And it was like, I was like, I felt completely just, I was just enraged. I was like, I was almost like saying, you know what? It's not worth it to do this because you know, if, if the people are malicious like this, I mean, and I, yep. and I have no recourse to get this resolved. Yep. And so I, I, I didn't let go on contacting Amazon. I think I made like three or four calls to them, mm-hmm. keep opening up a case with them. And then when they respond back with an email, they, it would say, is have we responded to the issue? I'd say no. And then I would write in um, why, you know, they haven't. And uh, well, then and then yesterday I got the response back from um, from the CEO of Amazon, from his assistant, saying that uh, Jeff had forwarded it to this, my, my email to her for her to get those things removed off my account and that they that they're no longer there. OK, so so, so, so like, they are removed now. Yeah, they are removed now. Nice. Wow, yeah. that's amazing. That that is yeah, amazing. Yeah, so I was shocked when I got the email because I was like, "Wow, there's actually hope in this. There's actually good people in this world." I mean, I was like, "Because honestly, I felt I felt like you're here. I'm putting my money on the line, my investment on the line, and for someone to try to take me out like that, I'm just like, there's got to be some some protection for um, you know, for us, you know, as 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 risk takers, as entrepreneurs, that you know, there's money on the line. I have a family, I have a son, right. I have a right. wife. You know, I mean, this is. This this is this is real business here. This isn't a game, you know. Right, right, yeah. That's uh, well, and and you bring up a good point because you know as much as we're riding the wave with Amazon right now, and you know I didn't even create a website for. I've been at it over 120 days now, right? So I'm oh. still I'm still new, you know. But you're doing good though. Yeah, I'm, I'm doing great. And I, you know what? I think because it's persistence, it's doing the research and then it's do, taking action and then just, you know, kind of pivoting and, you know, you know, dodging a punch here and then taking a punch there. And it's like, uh, you know, you're, you're, you're learning as, as you go. Um, but I just, it, it's, it's like you said, though, it's like, uh, you know, there, there's just always something that's going to come up. But my, my point is this, Amazon is Amazon. It's a channel and they're going to control it. And you know what? I'm grateful for them. But in the same breath, once you get to that point, where you feel like, you know what, this is a real business. This is something that's making legitimate money. I should really build a brand and, and a legitimate, you know, website for it. Then then you make that decision. Then you start trying to build that channel off of Amazon. So mm-hmm. this way here, if Amazon was ever to wipe you out and say, bye-bye, you still got customers. I mean, that's the one thing. And, and again, that's something I'm going to be working on hard is, you know, how to grab my customer information, their emails, how I'm going to be able to do that legally or, you know, within their terms of service, um, you know, and trying to find an angle to where we can do that. Because if we can do that, then, you know, if something happens, I can just push people over to my website. You're, you're still right. Cause I mean, you, you, I, I thought along those lines since, I mean, you know, how long can we ride this wave? You know what, you know, yep. Amazon may change the rules on the product we have or, you know, something may happen with China. Yep. You, you know, there, there's just so, there's so many variables. So you're always looking in the rearview mirror thinking, you know, and like you said, pointing ahead, trying to secure even more for the future for yourself, making your own brand. And yep. that's just, that's just smart. Yeah. That's, it's a, it's, it's a, it's a real business. That's what you got to treat it at. You know, and yeah, I think absolutely. if, if someone's going in at it to just go in and make a few bucks, go out and do the arbitrage thing, right? Go on yeah, out and yeah. just, you know, buy, buy 15 products on closeout, make, you know, five bucks an <laughs> item and go to that's the next. too much work for me. I it's like, way too much work for me. 
way too much work. You I, have to start I can't. Over every month. I mean, it's like you have to start over. New product month. images, right? New listing headline. <laughs> new research to see what categories to put yourself in. Ah, that just it. I'm just tired thinking of that part right there. Oh yeah, that I I I I I, I, I looked into that for like like. 30 minutes. I did, I, I did too. I did too. I'm not even kidding. I, I did too. I'm like, oh, maybe, maybe there's something in Maybe I could hire someone to go out and just do the searching for me, you know, in the stores and I pay them a little bit. I got thinking, you know, the entrepreneur of mine thinks. Yeah, because you know? I, I was I was at Costco and I had my app with me and I was I just want to know how much these go for on, on Amazon. Yeah. So I, I think I saw like, oh, you can make 10 bucks here, $15 here. And I thought, that's just too much work. Yeah, no, it, it's way too much work. But here's the thing. Some people that are you know, they want to get into this, but they don't have the money to get into it. Then I would say, do the arbitrage for a little while, take that money, buy yourself some inventory, brand it, and then start doing it that way. Because some people yeah. are like, well, I don't have the four or five thousand dollars to buy inventory. Da 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 da. Well, then don't let that be an excuse. Do the arbitrage. This way, you're learning the system. You're going to learn how to ship to FBA. You're going to learn how to put a listing together. You're going to look how to, you know, do all of that stuff. Um, but you know, me, I just went for it. You know, I just said I'm going to go all in and uh, and see what happens. And and here we are. So um, yeah, it's a beautiful thing. I actually actually just in this short process of being where I am now, um, just you know, being successful, I've already opened a partnership with another individual and in, in helping him. Nice part owner at that partnership, and he's taking care of. It. I've trained him, so it, it, the, the, it's limitless. I mean, really, in a sense, like I have my own brand and product. I'm doing. And I'm part owner of, of what we're doing, me and this individual are doing together. And so, the, you know, and he's going to be doing that in, and I'm just basically just, you know, having part ownership in it. So yeah, that's, that's, uh, that's, that's awesome. And that's, yeah, that's what people got to think a little outside the box or two that that's what can bring to the table here. Cause you know, I think about everything that it takes to get to this point, right. Of where I am right now. And I think most people, um, either they don't have the drive or they just, they they run up against the wall and then they back off. But if I was able to have what I know and then have someone come in with an idea that didn't want to do what I did, then you know that's a perfect marriage. You know, <laughs> I mean, I th- 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 think the thing that keeps people like us driven is a sense. I mean, my what I would never want to do is go back to being a W two employee. No, no, I couldn't do it. <laughs> I couldn't do it. Man. I think I, if I had to have a boss, I, I think I, I you just you put me in prison, man. I'm, I'm, I know. I know. My life's over. It's gone. <laughs> I know. All right. So, okay, we're going to wrap up, but I got, I got a couple questions for you. Um, yeah. One of them is, and, and you don't have to give away exact numbers, but because people, I, I didn't really, I should have probably said this, but, you know, like what kind of numbers are you doing that you, that people could not count on, but say to themselves that it's possible in a short period of time? Like, like when, when, when you got hit with that, like what kind of numbers were you doing on a daily basis? You know, like revenue numbers. Um. Well, I, when I was just starting to get some traction, I was like the third day in, I was doing about three fifty, four hundred a day. Nice. And then after the 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 hit, I went down to like seventy bucks a day. So it had an effect on my sales. Okay. Yeah. 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 Because I, I I seen a screenshot that you put in there after you got things back. You had a screenshot of your app, like eight eight nine hundred bucks or something. Yeah. So now, I mean, I'm I'm doing close to about seven hundred to a thousand. But when I go to bed here on the West Coast. I'm like usually about 700 and then I wake up and I take a screenshot of the inventory because I don't know the final totals. Mm-hmm. So I say, oh, I sold 10 while I was sleeping. So before midnight. Yeah, so, that's awesome. So yeah, I mean, it's pretty, I mean, once you got the product and, it, and it's selling, it, it pretty much does its own unless, you know, you just got to get these little uh, trolls out of the way. You yeah. Know? Well, and, and that was the last thing I wanted to just mention. Um, and, you know, you went after, you know, a 
it sounds like a pretty competitive market because if you go into a market yeah, where if you go into a market with that, you almost have to expect that. Um, I don't know if you listen to uh, um, it's Freedom Fastlane. It's uh, Ryan Moran. It's another podcast. And if you if you don't, you you probably should because okay, you're right. He he's in he's in a supplement business. Um, it's one of his businesses, and he just says that he's constantly dealing with that. And really? yeah, and like he's that, negative reviews. Yep, just, yep, yep. And he'll he'll get them where someone will just they'll, they'll make up like ten fake accounts, and then they'll just post under uh, those ten. Um, and they're just they're vicious in the supplement um line. So, uh, how does he, how does he combat it? Did he? Did he he say- just does what you're what you did. You kind of just try to do your best, but then he just works on trying to get more reviews to kind of like drown them out. That's you know. just crazy. Yeah, I mean, it's so it's I, it's a constant it's a constant battle, but the reward is is nice. But I would tell anyone starting very if I'm mentoring someone, which I don't, but if I did, I would be like, don't go into a competitive market to start. Go into one that you yeah. know that knows generating sales. Okay, I agree with you. you know, do and like me, I'm I, my I just recorded a podcast a couple episodes ago. My plan is to find products that generate a minimum of twenty sales per day, generating ten dollars profit. Very simple. That's right? very nice. You know, and you get five of those. That's you know, that's ten thousand or a thousand dollars a day. That's thirty thousand a month profit. So that's not too bad. Not um, too but if you're going to go right after the one product that's going to give you that, it's going to be a tough go. And you really need to just be aware. And 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 so, like for you, your next product should probably be something in a less competitive market, so yeah, that way okay. it can kind of balance the two out. <laughs> you know, definitely because honestly, after when it, when it, I mean, I went into like a hornet's nest is what I did. You yeah, know? you did. You did. And so I, I had no idea. You, you know, got stung I, I, too. I was naive. I was naive because <laughs> I didn't know. I mean, I was like, hey, this is great. This is working. Bam. They, they, they saw me. I was like exposed and they came after me. <laughs> yeah, they came right after you. But you, get, you had a little bit of bee spray. You got them. Well, the one thing that was very helpful was by posting, you know, um, on the Facebook group on, um, on, on Facebook is um, some of the individuals and in they went down and they, they voted. Oh, good. They voted, and so they voted the review down, and so it fell down to the bottom. Nice. And so that, I think they had like 20 votes against it, so some, of them, some people were helping me out. So that was very nice of them. Now, let me ask you something there real quick. On the voting, do, do those people have to have purchased the product, or can it be yeah. anybody that votes? Anybody can vote. Because when Amazon responded to me in my first uh, response with contact, and they sent me an email saying that they weren't going to remove the review because it didn't go against their guidelines, mm-hmm. they said that but what I could do is I could go in and vote. Okay. And so. Okay, cool. That, well, I think that's a great tip right there. Yeah, that that's awesome because. Uh, just get family and friends in there. Yeah. Yep. Just, just get say, people. Did you go oh. vote? No, this is a terrible review and, and then yep. it'll drop it down for you. Yep. No, that's that's an awesome tip right there because I always thought that you had to be uh, someone who had purchased it to vote on that, but you don't. That's awesome. That's no. great news. Yeah, that is good. Yeah, so anyone listening, if you wanted to, and th- this would work for even if you had, because you know how sometimes you get, well, you, a lot of times you'll get the the when you look at the reviews on a, at a glance, you'll see you know the top review, and then you'll see the worst review. Yes. Well, you could have some people take the worst review and just keep voting it down, so it'll push yes. up maybe a four star or something. Absolutely. So that's another little uh, a little strategy there that you might want to do, or anyone listening that may be having that issue, or if you have it in the future. Uh, but I would just recommend anyone starting too, um, if you are just starting, get your friends, family to you know give them a product, give them the product, have them test it, tell them you want an, uh, you know an honest review, and get them even if it's not verified. I tell people the the initial reviews are just there for social proof. That is it. 
So you don't, they don't have to be verified to leave a review. You can, or, you know, they don't have to have purchased it because you could have had a brick and mortar business, you know, selling the product out of a garage. And then you could have said, Hey, go leave me a review on Amazon. And they could have did that. Yeah. Um, so there's nothing wrong with that. It's just, you are going to get more weight, more credit for verified, but in the yeah. beginning to start running pay-per-click, to start getting your conversions higher, it's just about having the stars across there. That's really all it is. Yeah, that is, you know, and it's funny because, you know, as being a prime member before I got into this business of selling on Amazon FBA, yeah. I, you would buy every week on Amazon and I would, I would look at the reviews to be honest with you, but honestly now, I mean, Going through this whole experience, I don't know if I would carry as much weight mm-hmm. in the reviews, only if they're verified. But you know, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But I, it, it's like I said, if you're going to start advertising and you don't see, if you say be the first to review this item, that's oh. that might be not so good, right? But if you have yeah. even five, right, it's going to at least be stars. It's to the eye. You see stars. You figure. You see stars on when you're next to the product. Exactly. Absolutely. So, just a little tip for people starting out. That's like my thing is like you know if I'm going to roll out a new product, which I am. I'm in the process of rate today. Actually, right. it launched last night. Um, so now I'm going to go back through the whole process that I did, which was getting my first initial reviews. You know, from whomever I can that are you know legit, and then uh, and then just start running pay per click hard and. And just so kicking you, this thing so in. So do you also, you know, give the product to family and friends? Absolutely. And yeah. Okay. Yep. Absolutely. But the only thing is a little tip here for people too. If you have family and friends and you've ever shipped something to them or they've shipped something to you, it's the review is not going to be there. Uh, what do you mean ship? Like, well, let's just say, for example, well, you shipped a uh, Christmas gift to your mother or father, right? Well, Amazon knows that now you've got a connection. Gotcha. So because of that, you can't leave a review. You can, but it probably won't stick. And if it sticks, it'll probably go away in a day or two. That makes sense why my mom couldn't leave me. Her review fell off. Yep. <laughs> there, there you go. So in the future, if you know people, just make sure you haven't like, you know, it's using only immediate family. But if you go like, you know, like extended family, maybe a cousin or a second cousin or whatever, um, or even just friends, um, they probably, you probably didn't exchange stuff back and forth. So, and, and I would also, if they're over having a, you're having a cookout and you say, Hey, come on in my dining room and you know, you guys can all sit by the computer and leave me a review. Don't do that because it's your IP address and it's going to look like all the reviews came from the same place. Well, you you could, you could, you could do this. This is kind of a, you could get an IP changer and, and make your make yeah, your IP. that's true. You probably could do that. You're right. Put on a different proxy and all that, right? Reviews. I mean, you're not breaking the rules, I right? Mean, right. You're just you're they're just there, right? And yeah, they're they just logging into their their account and yeah. And that, <laughs> I'm that's, just kidding. No, no, I I got you though, but. Uh, I would just tell people, you know what, tell people to leave a review is, you know, and, and like I said, when, when, you, well, like right now I'm launching the second product, my main goal right now is just getting the reviews and then turning on pay-per-click, getting sales, getting reviews, getting sales. So you're waiting for it. how many would you say your benchmark is before you hit the ads? Five. Oh, five. Okay. That's perfect. I'll, I'll probably have five before the end of the day tomorrow. That's you know, very nice. You know, and because once you get those first initial two, you like, you, like I put together like a little review, like a launch list kind of thing. And I've got probably 40, 50 names, but you know, out of those, you know how it is. You contact people and you send them a product or whatever. You, you might, even if they're, even if they're family and friends, you might only get 50% of them. Yeah. You're you know? right. So, I, I, you know, I, I look at it, if I can get 25 reviews in about a week, week and a half, I'm good. And then after that, everything else is the, the snowball is going to start. Um, so and you, and you use feedback genius, you said, and feedback like, genius yeah. is what I use. There's also, I think, uh, I think it's uh, feedback five. There's a couple other ones too. 
and they all do the same thing. It's just an autoresponder that's built for Amazon, and it basically channels it through. Uh, it goes into your account and kind of uh, you know responds through their platform. Excellent. And and just another little side tip for people: don't put an external link in there. Don't send people away from Amazon. That will not work. Um, they <laughs> they will definitely you know they will they will slap you in the hand on that one. Yeah. Um, so just, you know, keep, keep, uh, you know, keep all of the links in there going back to an Amazon thing. Like if, you, if it's a feedback, if it's a review and they've got short code in there that you can use. So that way you don't have to put the link in. They just actually, you, they've got like a little short code that you, you little drop down menu. It's real easy, but, yeah. uh, yeah, th- this has been awesome, Troy. I uh, really, time. really appreciate you coming on and, 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 you know, allowing us to kind of expose, I guess the bullies in the schoolyard. They're there. But uh, also, I think uh, you've learned a, a lesson, too, that, you know, you kind of just went all in and, and you, you you know, next time around, you might have said, well, you know what, maybe I'll go slide over here to this market that no one's really, well, not yeah. no one, but just not as many, you know. Yes, uh, I, I, I look for a smoother path. Yeah, yeah. But you know what? You learned a lot. And you know what? Congrats to you for, you know, getting out of it. But, you know, as far as like, you know, maybe being able to have some success, but yet, you know, being able to, to work yourself through it and, you know. Be prepared for it to happen again, and if it does, you know what to do. But in the meantime, just just get as many good reviews as you possibly can, that's, and that's and that that'll take care of everything. It really will. Thanks for having me on. I appreciate it. Hey, no problem, Troy. All right, so uh, that is going to wrap it up. Is there anything though that you want to say to anyone just starting, brand new ones, newbies? Any any little little nugget you want to give them, or a little a little bit of advice? Yeah, I would I would think just you know like like you had mentioned before you know if you want this you can have it you you just you just got to just you know don't don't be afraid of risk just use calculated risk you know you'll make sure you find a good supplier you know that you know don't give them your money and you know, let it go to escrow or trade assurance you know um, and you know you should be good and just got to test the market I I think any I think anybody that has a drive to do this can do this you just got to just find that niche yeah. Yeah, no, I I totally agree. And I just did an episode on on how to kind of like do a little brainstorm session for finding your niche. So um, I believe that one is going to be that it was episode four. So if you're listening to this, where do I find this podcast to listen to? Okay, if you can go to iTunes, uh, it will be uh, under if you just uh, search the amazing seller. And it'll be under there. Or if you go in the group, the Facebook group uh, that we're uh, members of, uh, you can go in there and I've posted a couple times there and then it'll just go right to the iTunes store. Or you can head right over to, um, I created like a little, you know, very unfancy blog where basically all of the episodes are just going to reside there. And then if people want to ask me questions, they can click a button and then just they submit me a question. That's at uh, theamazingseller.com. Oh, theamazingseller.com. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'll definitely, because yeah. I'll I'll tell it to my partner because he'll want to hear the uh, yeah so. yeah no that'll be awesome and like I said I'm just gonna keep uh, reaching out I've got another interview with someone I think on Monday or Tuesday he's doing like forty thousand a month or something so wow yeah so it's it's Did he fun talk about his product no, I'm just <laughs> yeah yeah I know right <laughs> uh, uh, yeah maybe we'll, we'll see what we can get but uh, yeah I mean it's just maybe, it, maybe he's my competitor you never know <laughs> yeah right <laughs> you know it, it's it's just encouraging to be able to reach out and see that there's not just one person or two people uh, you know there's more people that are doing it and if we can just get them to come out like yourself and uh, and get to do these little uh, sessions here uh you learn we learn everyone learns you know and oh yeah i learned a ton today i appreciate everything you said to me i took notes as we were talking so awesome i, I got a bunch of websites to go to now and yeah so, and if you got any questions you know just shoot me a pm or you know hit me up and i'll uh, i'll be more than happy to help you out there all right scott thanks for networking appreciate it all right no problem all right i'll talk to you later troy all right take care scott take care 
All right. So I hope you enjoyed that interview. I'm still excited about that interview and I'm going to listen to it back because there was so much that we pulled out of that interview. Uh, you know, being able to go into his business, kind of talk about, you know, like his thought process in the beginning and what it is now. So if you are just starting, to kind of you know think about those things before you jump into a certain market, uh, really really important. And now that I think back, you know we really uncovered some some amazing tips for you and for him and for myself to just continue to do. And uh, I mean, there's just so much packed into that. You're going to probably have to rewind it and listen to it again and take some notes. All right. So if you have any questions, like I've said before, that you want answered on the show or about this show, um, you can just head over to theamazingseller.com forward slash ask, and then you can ask a question right there. Uh, I just wanted to say thank you so much for all of the positive feedback. I've already gotten some reviews um, for this uh, on iTunes, which is awesome. And, uh, you know, I just I can't say how excited I am because I'm just jumping out of my shoes here because today's interview is exactly what I want to come from this. I want to be able to bring other sellers on here and learn from each other. And that's really what I think these can do for all of us. All right. So that's going to wrap it up. And hey, if you can just do me a quick favor, head over to iTunes, leave me a review over there. I'd really appreciate it. Let's make this relationship official. What do you say? All right, so that's it. That's going to wrap it up. Talk to you later. Take care.